Download the app. Bet big, win bigger. I've got to tell you, I really like the sound of that. And with WinBet, it's just that easy. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. So if you're from Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, sign up today to receive a special offer. A risk-free $1,000 sports bet. New users can also take advantage of WinBet's Bet $1, win $100 offer. Simply bet $1 and receive a $100 free bet. Come on, guys and gals. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Download the app, bet big, and win bigger. And let's get after it. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. Steve had a great time. I'll, I'll sum it up this way, and we'll talk about it with Macon later in the week. Steve reached in his pocket at the bar and pulled out a remote control. Uh, it was from the suite that we were in. So Steve took the remote control from the luxury suite to the bar. Minnetonka, Minnesota. We've done this before. We've said hello to y'all before. This is not an oversight. For Bo Allen, I'll do it twice, man. You know, happy birthday, Bo. The Butter King, the one and only uh, Bo. I don't think you actually listen to this podcast, so who gives a shit? But happy birthday. Happy birthday, Bo. Yeah, Nate, Nate has no idea who you are. It's okay. Yeah, he's it, in that picture. He's in that picture over there. You see the other friend of uh, yours, friend of mine. You see man. the other white guy in that picture? Oh yeah, with that's the, Bo. Yeah, with the oh, huge arms. Nice. Look how big that motherfucker is. He's like three forty. He's all sort of muscle, dude. It's crazy. He's a freak of nature. Even even the guys you don't know are freaks of nature, dude. If you if you you're from Philly, you know Bo Allen, Super Bowl champ. Hey, uh, layup line. Roll on mama like I ask you to do And roll on 18-wheeler Roll on Roll on 18-wheeler by Alabama I have no idea why It's just it's stuck in my head I had, I, I'm pressed for time I want to get this podcast done I'll explain why in a second I just had it stuck in my head My kid heard the song He likes the song It's about big trucks Big trucks Hey, Diana Rossini's back Big shout out to Diana Rossini uh, she had a baby, right? She had a baby. She was uh, out like uh, four to six baby, uh, <laughs> aka maternity leave, which I am in support of. Women should have maternity leave. Her husband, her husband gets a maternity leave too. Hopefully, I hope so. I hope everybody gets a maternity leave. That's like a new thing now. You know, in Canada, that's a big thing. In that Canada, they give husbands are getting uh, 
Like yeah. after after the wife gets it, the kid, the the husband gets like three or four months. Oh, that's also kind of tight. It's called paternity leave, and yes, generally speaking, husbands will get like two to three weeks. Oh, Damn, I really nice. didn't take advantage of that at my last job. <laughs> Imagine asking sacked, for sacked Eli Manning. <laughs> Luke popped out the next day. I just went back to work. Could you imagine asking for that in the league? One time I was on <laughs> I was on a team and a guy uh was his wife was going into labor and uh he 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 was asked to move the delivery date. Like like not like asked outright, but he was kinda like, Hey, so is there any way there's like a wiggle room on that uh that date? And here was the thing, like, we were not very good. So that really would make me worth. so By the way, angry. Though, Carson Wentz. Here's the Carson Wentz said, I will beat the Jaguars instead of seeing my kid get born. <laughs> like, all right. That means one of two things. Either Carson hates his family <laughs> yeah. or he absolutely loves football and his teammates. And I know it's the latter. The guy loves his family. There's nobody who would want to see his kid get born more than Carson Wentz. All of the thing, above. I'm just saying, coming back around on this thing here, Carson Wentz, not a bad guy. Article 726. Loves his teammates. Put beating the Jaguars over seeing his kid get born. People beat the Jaguars every week, fam. <laughs> Didn't they just win last week, though? Yeah, but, you know, just I know <laughs> I you're a you. former Jaguar. <laughs> But yeah, no, 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 no. Carson Wentz, amazing guy. There's a lot of baby stuff going on, as there should be. Babies are awesome. So these are all COVID babies, right? Six feet apart. <laughs> these are all babies that were supposed to be six feet apart that are coming right now. Like, what do you te- mean? That technically, these technically babies- speaking, all the babies that are being born right now, the people they were not abiding by the COVID rules. Obviously, that's not true. You could you can have a family in COVID. You can't you can't be six feet apart. And have a baby. You can't. If you're Lexington Steel, you can. That's who they were quarantining with. (laughs) It it also hasn't been nine months, has it, since the pandemic? No, dude. I don't even. I'm not following. I'm just not following. I got. I'm. I'm in football brain mode, and I've got. I've already tackled paternity leave. I've tackled babies. Not tackled babies, but we're talking like all types of shit right now. Hey, Stanford Steve made it down to Charlottesville this weekend. That's a big deal because. He's been in D.C. for 18 months, or Maryland, Merlin, for 18 months now doing that awesome show with Scott Van Pelt. Those guys are rock stars, man. They really are. I'm not just saying it because, like, I think they're cool and they're friends or whatever. Well, me and Steve are definitely friends. He drove two hours to see me and Macon this weekend. So the friendship is real. It's not just business. Uh, Steve has seen Charlottesville, and... The reviews are really good. Steve had a great time. We saw Virginia obviously down a Heisman candidate, in my opinion, uh, get smacked by Notre Dame. Notre Dame is a big physical team. They are a big physical team. Listen, I was down on the field. I don't know if the tight ends were standing on a crown in the field that I wasn't aware of, like, and I was standing in a hole, kind of. But the fuckers are huge, man. Kids look big. Like, I know, I know it's the same thing, like, when we were on the field, like, people watching are like, these guys look huge. But Notre Dame's like a pro team, dude. They, I just they think have like some of these college kids, just types. in general, like yeah. when you're standing down there, you're like, 
like, yo, these yeah, kids. Yeah, I was standing are... next to the recruits, and I was like, Jesus, man, you got it. I was like, well, you know, like, you want to stand here? I mean, you know, it's a, and I don't look like I played really anymore. But uh, it was crazy. And one of the funniest things about it, and this is what I was going to tell you, Nate, is that uh, I ran into uh, an old friend of ours. Oh. Because he's the strength coach at Notre Dame. Matt. Bayless. If one thing, if I should have came, Matt it was to, it was to go see Matt. How was seeing Matt? Bro, it was one of the best hugs I've had in like oh, a decade, man. It's man. my college strength coach, Nate's college strength coach. He's the strength coach at uh, Notre Dame. I and promise you, I've never been in the shape. Me neither. The type of shape I've been <laughs> in in my entire life yeah. than I was with Matt Bayless. Dude, we had a midnight <laughs> lift, dude, and dudes were like lifting huge weight. Big I weight. was like step doing step ups with 285 on my shoulders, like for reps at 1 a.m. At some point you look in the mirror and you're like, how the fuck did I get like this? And it was good, honest, hard work at the hands of Matt Bayless. That dude got something out of me that I'll tell you what, it, it'd be hard to ever get it again. I'm just telling you. But I gave, him a, I gave him a big hug, and I said, hey, I appreciate you. It's just cool to see a coach that, that, you know, that affected you positively out of the blue like that. We hadn't talked in 14 years. And so when I told dudes that we played with, the, the sentiment was the same. It was Matt Bayless, the man. I also, shout out to Martin Rooney, uh, ran into the guy who trained me for the combine. This is within an hour. Wait, wait, wait. Martin Rooney? Yeah, you know Martin Rooney. He trained me too. Parisi's, <laughs> New Jersey. Look, look at us. that. Look, look at us. <laughs> look at that. But Martin's the man. So his he has a daughter at Notre Dame. So we're trying to recruit the younger daughter to Virginia, and I saw him at a tailgate. So anyways, it was like strength coach central. But Notre Dame beat us up, dude. They just beat us up. Steve had a great time. I'll, I'll sum it up this way, and we'll talk about it with Macon later in the week. Steve reached in his pocket at the bar and pulled out a remote control. Uh, it was from the suite that we were in. So Steve took the remote control from the luxury suite to the bar. Uh, so Steve had a great, great weekend, and we hope he comes back again. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was awesome. So he was hoarding yeah. the, the, the remote I in the suite? Saw, I think he might have been a, a – we, we, we deleted a lot of beers. And um, sometimes you think it's your cell phone, I guess. Well, Pete Carroll today thought fucking his Motorola was a challenge flag. Or that is that very was. true. It wasn't a Motorola. Reed, what was it? Electric hand warmer. A hand warmer, which I didn't even know they had electric hand warmers. That's the fucked up thing about coaches while I'm here. They will they will talk, you know, we need to go outside. You need to feel the cold. You need to, you know, you need to. The coaches that tell you to get your fucking hands out of have, your pants you and your, your shirt. Get your hands out of your pants. Get them out of your shirt. They got electric hand warmers. We didn't even know they had electric hand warmers this whole time, dude. That is so bogus of y'all. Coaches are hypocrites for That's sure. so bogus, dude. Anyways, the second cool thing about this weekend so far is Tom Segura's here. Okay. Tom Segura is doing his thing. I'm calls. coming everywhere. <laughs> You saying Funny it is guy. just so Tom's Tom's tour is called the I'm coming. <laughs> His tour is called the I'm coming everywhere, and tonight's the final show, and it's in Charlottesville, which is interesting. Not coming anymore, are you, Tom? Tour's over. Okay, fucking jokes over, dude. But you're here. You're in Charlottesville, and so I was on Tom's podcast. I don't know if we're friends or anything. I think he's awesome, but I don't know if we're friends. And uh, I'm just being cool. I'm like, hey, man, our studio is like two blocks from where you're doing the show at, at the Paramount. 
let me know if you want to come through and watch a game if you want to get away because i know when like you're in a hotel if you want to watch games it's hard to do that and cowboy reed and taylor have we're like a bw3s in here <laughs> okay and um setup is legit so tom takes me up on it and i'm like oh he's really he's come he's gonna come through so we watched like most of the 1 pms and i caught up with tom and it was fucking awesome hanging out and now we're gonna try to hurry this podcast up and get out of here in about 45 minutes to go see Tom at the Paramount. So life is working out really well. Life is working out so well that I had a, a hangover and I thought today would be a good day to just ride out with the gummies, right? It's like gummy Sunday today. And I, I pop a couple gummies and walk into work and Tom Segura takes me up on coming over to hang out. So I'm just like, everything he's saying is hilarious. In general, every facial expression he makes anyways is funny. And like he's right here in person, so I'm having a hard time keeping it together, and I'm excited to see him tonight. Great dude. But I want you to see something, Nate, because he showed me something on the way out that was really fucked up. He was like, uh, did you see my, uh, you didn't see my leg, did you? Like, <laughs> we were talking about Tom's, Tom's athletic prospects. Because I noticed that Tom's taller than I thought he would be. How tall is he? He claims he's, I don't want to dox what he said, but he claims he's 5'10". He looks at least six feet tall. So he was talking about this time he tried to dunk. And evidently, <laughs> I might have seen it. And I think I had seen it, but I, maybe I hadn't focused in on the video. It's Tom Segura going up for a dunk and injuring himself, like, mightily. Like oh, he, no. He's the fucking... <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. He's sitting there. Oh! <laughs> Bro, look at why is his hand? Oh, because his low back. I know that shit hurt bad, bro. No, you don't. It's he broke his arm and his leg, dude. Oh <laughs> my god! I didn't see the arm. Oh, <laughs> oh I didn't see the arm. Oh, I hate it. Oh, I hate it. For everyone it. at home, this is uh, Tom Segura's basketball injury yeah. on YouTube. Now, this is not, it's only, okay, it's not funny. Look, and the guy, the guy comes over and just puts his hand on his hip. And he got this guy, Roy, who's a basketball coach, who evidently Roy hyped him up and was kind of like, hey, try to, they were dunking it like him and Bert were dunking it like eight feet, eight and a half, nine feet. No. Not, and when it got to nine feet, like this, this coach like hyped Tom up to take a shot at nine feet, bro. And he goes up and winds up in a fucking glove and a and a leg brace for six <laughs> months. Got him in, the, in an ambulance. <laughs> and I barely know the guy, and I felt so bad because it's funny. He's a comedian. He's sharing this stuff to be Fuck funny no. and like self self deprecating. And I knew he was doing that, but when he showed me here, I couldn't help but just crack the fuck up, just like I did. And he kind of played it off like I was oh sadistic for laughing. <laughs> Jesus Christ, did you see that x-ray? Dude, it was gnarly. He showed, look, he's doing a whole like a video, a comeback video, like a Russell Wilson kind of comeback video, like Russell's doing the same video with his finger. <laughs> oh my God. 19 hours a day, Russell was rehabbing to get back. We'll talk about that. Okay, let's get into the football. Let's get into the football. <laughs> also, I Grubhub Burger King today. Like, I got Tom Segura over. Like, yeah, hey, bro, come hang out at our studio. We got it. It's like awesome. 
with him? He he. You ordered Burger King with him? No, I didn't know he was coming over when I ordered Burger King, basically. And Burger King got there, and I'm like, oh, my new friend thinks I Grubhub Burger King delivery a lot. Like that's a weird thing, right? So what? What's wrong with Burger King? I don't know. Burger King people like is Burger Bro, King. Bro, I got stuck in the McDonald's line is for Burger twenty King minutes. Dead, guys, Hell I think no. it should be dead. Okay. Burger King, Burger King you think it's but people be? also don't come to me for uh, fast food takes because I got dragged for Arby's French fries. Yeah, I was just about to yeah, say, you, get out of here. Put, you put the nails uh, in your own. Uh, oh, by the way, I'm going to give out best flight right off the bat. Anybody on an airplane with Cam Newton tonight is a happy dude because Cam Newton is selling hope right now, and he should be selling hope because this is a good football team. They had one issue. They have a few issues, but they had one of their issues is they're like 100% dependent on this guy named Christian McCaffrey. So if he gets hurt at a position where guys get injured, they go in the tank. Another problem they had was Sam Darnold throwing the ball to the other team a fuck ton. Okay. Not only do they not have that problem right now, but they have a guy that's a legend in that city who's got contagious energy. Former MVP. Former MVP. Walks off the bus and looks like he could play five positions in the NFL, and you get a tailor-made situation right off the bat to use him after a turnover. You wind up throwing a, a touchdown pass with him, and you look dominant over a team that people, this Cardinals team was favored by 10 points, which I gave out the, the Panthers. I did not know they'd win outright, and I also didn't know that Cam Newton would be taking a snap. 1-0 is the tweet from Joe Brady, but in Cam Newton's font, bro. He's going to be on the plane teaching all these young motherfuckers how to use this font now. <laughs> Let like, me ask people you. are going to be just soaking it right Let me up. ask you this. Yeah. How many backup quarterbacks could get a team hyped up on the sideline like Cam Newton? Cam Newton's the GOAT, man. Cam, I'm not saying people take GOAT literally and somebody's going to quote me or something, but like Cam Newton, it just has this energy that everybody knows what time it is when he walked back in the building. It just feels like the temperature rose a little bit down there from what it sounds like, and just having him around is really a contagious deal. So good for the Panthers and uh, flying David Tepper Air back to Charlotte. It's going to be a late flight, but on the flight home, they're watching highlights of the NFC South taking a dive today. Like literally, New Orleans lost. The Bucks lost. The Falcons got beat by about 40 points today, so it's a big swing for them. It's a big swing of energy. Worst flight? I'm going to give it to, to Detroit, man. Like, who else could it be? I We were sitting here in the room and watching the end of this game, and it was inevitable. It felt like there was a gravitational pull towards this game being tied and people walking off the field confused as soon as they got into overtime. And I've been in a tie in the NFL. Had you ever tied a game? No, never. Okay, buddy. Let me tell you, it's one of the weirdest feelings in the world. Like, like Najee Harris? You don't, and, and when you said Najee Harris said that he didn't know you that could tie a game. You could tie a game. I didn't know the rules of overtime when we got in this wild overtime thriller with San Francisco at San Francisco. They were lining up to kick a field goal, and this would have been the first possession of overtime. They kicked that fucking field goal, dude. I thought the game was over thought the game was over bro so, Najee Harris man I I hear you and like <laughs> anybody on those teams they feel terrible right now it feels like what the hell did you just do this for and for the Lions it's doubly bad because you're trying to win a game like this means nothing to you not losing today means nothing to the Lions dude I guarantee you as Dan Campbell's walking on that field he's even more frustrated in some ways than than your run-of-the-mill loss for these guys
and the way they lost was ridiculous, dude. So it was like five punts going into overtime, right? Overtime starts with golf getting sacked. They punt. You get a you get like a Pittsburgh fumble. You get a pick that's actually called back uh, because of DPI. Then you get the missed kick. Like the missed kick was terrible. It wasn't even close. It short. was offline and short. <laughs> that's a bad. That's a bad combo for a kicker. How do you do both, dude? Like that's terrible. You got one job. How do you do both? Jared Goff was struggling today. <laughs> Jared Goff threw for about like a CVS parking lot today. <laughs> it was not good. And so I think the turbulence with this flight, it seems like a very turbulent flight area right right now this time. Look at that turbulent looking air hovering outside Heinz Field. Looks like a it looks like a lot of moisture build up there. It's a pretty turbulent field itself. Yes, yeah, turbulent <laughs> field, it's a turbulent flight home. When they punted at the end, and it's like you know it's going to be a tie after all that back and forth, it feels terrible to concede that you're just trying not to lose the game. And that's the, 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 the next three minutes of the game will be that. So um, terrible. Bad flight. The lateral was even bad. It was kind of good and kind of bad. Here's the most fucked up thing about you know the Lions and anything that goes on with the Lions. Every some kid could mindlessly be on the couch on some college campus, like watching the game as like background noise. Like, damn, the Lions are ass. You might end up in Detroit because of one of these outcomes. Like, literally, I can remember sitting there and watching the Rams get beat by the Cowboys my senior year on a big gray TV. Do you remember that big gray TV we had in the Meat Mansion? Yep. That big gray TV weighed like 150 pounds, so I'm dating myself here. It was a large rolling TV, and I watched the Cowboys beat up on the Rams. The Rams lost like 60 yards on one play. There was like a, or maybe it was Tony Romo. I think there was a snap that went over somebody's head. It was like a blooper. And I was like, damn, that team is struggling. And, <laughs> and then next thing you know, you're like, here we are. Damn, that team is struggling. Yeah, and I'm struggling too. <laughs> and so uh, I just, kids, if, you, if, you, if you're an NFL draft pick, watch the games on Sunday. Think about it. <laughs> Think about it. And by the way, I don't regret anything. I don't regret anything. I, I love St. Louis, so I'm not taking a shot. But it's not like an inside joke that we sucked for a while. And my apologies for taking any part in that. If you're in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Tennessee, or Virginia, and you haven't yet tried the WinBet app, I've got great news for you. WinBet is now offering a 200% wager match for new users up to $1,500. That's just an incredible offer. WinBet is basically giving you double your first wager in free bets. Don't pass it up. Download the WinBet app today. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. Ari Mirov. He's got a pretty good account if you like uh, info on the NFL. Last three weeks... One in five Jets over the Bengals. One in six Jags over the Bills. Two in six Giants over the Raiders. Two in seven Dolphins over the Ravens. That was Monday night. And then today, two in six Washington over the Bucks. So 
a lot of teams are showing flaws and a lot of bad teams might be getting better or they might be getting breaks. But like this is the time of year, talked about like the way they talk in New England, hey, after Thanksgiving or what, whatever it was, you kind of become who you are, the real teams come out. Of course, I was butchering that and saying after Halloween. One thing that's pretty obvious right now is that uh, we have no idea who's gonna win the Super Bowl. Like, and I think that's pretty damn cool this late in a season. We don't usually have that. We have an idea usually, and the field is kind of deep right now. And this list tells you all these good teams, quote unquote good teams with good records have flaws. So like I jotted down 10 of them. You tell me if I'm missing any, but Cardinals, Bucks, Rams, Chargers, Ravens, Bills, Titans, Packers, Cowboys, and Pats too, right? After today for sure. And listen, I'm maybe forgetting somebody. I'm not saying these guys are all equal odds to win the Super Bowl, but you get the idea that these are the best teams in the league. First off, the Cardinals, they got to figure this uh, this Kyler Murray thing out. We learn every week when guys have to pop up and make spot starts, you, you kind of see the bottom end of a team's potential based on this worst-case scenario. And I think with what makes it worse for the Cardinals is they built the offense around Kyler. Yes. A lot of the stuff they run is predicated on your quarterback being able to be Kyler. And so when Colt comes in, like it just changes not only the quality of the player, but down to like, you know, the scheme fit. And I mean, you saw it. Colt McCoy looked great last week against uh, the, the the Niners. They've kind of owned the Niners. We said that. I gave out the I gave out the Panthers today uh because of that. I thought we overvalued them coming off that game. And so like Colt McCoy looks good there, but down 14, nothing pressed today. You get rolling right and across your body, like one of the biggest fucking throws I've ever seen. Like when the heat is on and that great team isn't, isn't kind of like moving things along in sequence, it's hard to be the quarterback. And so they got to figure out the Kyler thing. You had late last year, you had the shoulder thing. It didn't look like a big deal. It dragged on for a while. I don't know what's going to happen with this ankle thing. And it's undeniable that when you have an athletic quarterback who takes risks and who hasn't proven, like Lamar, that you know he knows how to like take himself out of harm's way. And I'm not; it's not a shot. It's I respect him. He's fearless. But uh, the reality is, he's going to use his legs a lot. Probability-wise, he's going to get hurt sometimes. And so they got to figure that thing out because everything is so inextricably tied to him. It's kind of like live by the three, die by the three in basketball, but I don't know what you would really call it like with that for like running quarterbacks and having your quarterbacks being susceptible to injuries yeah. and in yeah. this situation, even if it's banged up, not really injuries, needing maintenance. Yep. You can't need maintenance if you don't really have anyone to back it up. The Bucks. I mean, like, listen, they got problems right now. They lost today. They got corners. Uh, a big problem for them, their secondary, the Rams. I mean, like, they just got beat up by the Titans, and then you've got the uh, Odell thing, which is good news, but you lose Robert Woods, who, who's probably more important to them than Odell. Odell's an unknown commodity, you know, for that team. And it's also a different position, so you assume you've got this, this workflow uh, with the receiving core there, and now it's different, and you lose the Sean Jackson. So... The Chargers, they just lost to the Vikings. I don't even want to talk about the Chargers today. I don't want to talk about the Vikings today. You know I'm on the wrong side of that in the win total. No thank you. The Ravens lost to the Dolphins, man. Come on. Bills, what? 
Yeah, dude. See, like, where have you been? Bro, like, it was the latter end. I just f- finished turkey season. Bro, and it is not. It's l- like you're going to jury duty. It's jury duty. You, like, they sequester you to kill these turkeys, man. <laughs> it's just a lot. It's just it's just a lot, a whole lot going on, but I'm done with it so I could be more yeah. engaged. Yeah, the dogs. And, 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 I'm, and I'm upset that this week a lot of dogs actually won. Okay. Uh, the Ravens lost to the Dolphins the other night, and Joe Biden won the election a few months back. <laughs> so I just want to make sure you get that, too. I, uh, <laughs> they double-mugged like every play, and uh, the Ravens couldn't get guys open, and it was just like a masterful game plan. But, you know, like that's what SportsCenter's for, so check it out. All these teams got issues. The Bills just lost to the Jags. Titans, Packers, hottest teams in the league. They're banged up right now. We'll talk about that. Cowboys are hot. They got Gallup back. They got Dak back. They're trending in the right direction. Dak looked healthy today. The Pats, the Pats are the same way. They're trending up. So I'm looking at the Cowboys and the Pats. They got the least question marks when things are rolling for them. And right now, things are rolling for other teams like the the Packers and the Titans, but they're banged up. You got questions. The Pats, man, half game back in the uh, in the East. I bet the Pats to go over on the win total. I think it's like nine and a half. And those odds are dicey. I believe in the Pats, but I'm surprised by this. People said early in the year, I think a couple people, I can't remember who to credit here, in the media were like, hey, the Pats are gonna win that division. I think Dave Damashek said they were gonna come back and win the East. And I was kinda like, yeah, dude, I like that, but I don't have the balls to say that. I, I just don't, not at that point early in the year. Talking about what you see, the QB has gotten better, they're kinda rolling, the defense is coming into form. I've seen enough with Bill Belichick, man. Like. He just never ceases to amaze me. And now he's kind of checking that last box, okay? His draft picks are playing well. It's the thing. We've we've criticized him for drafting, right? It's Barmore, right? Stevenson, Mac Jones. Like, Mac Jones is playing well. Some people think, uh, I think Kevin Clark made a joke today, and he was like, you know, we should really be talking about him being the second pick in the draft is what he should have been. And yeah, I mean, the way it looks right now, he's also in a very good situation. He made some really great throws today, though. He looked, this is probably his like signature Sunday so far this year. Touch throws, the whole nine yards. In the red zone, they're going to be a problem. When their tight ends are healthy, Hunter Henry, like free access. I think they spread him out today early in the game. And it's just too easy down there to get buckets for them. Uh, When the run game is rolling like it was today, they're hard to stop. But like, also, not just the draft picks, guys coming back to them. Like the guys they either found in free agency, Judon. Like, I don't even think people realized how great a signing this was going to be. And we've mm-hmm. loved Matt Judon here, but like, I don't think we realized how dominant he was going to look at times this year. It's just a very good fit when Bill builds a defense around somebody, and I'm sure he slants things to that dude making plays, like, because he recognizes he's their best player up front. In the front seven, Van Oy, Collins coming back. They're playing well. And the identity, man, they're playing New England football. Like, offensive line playing well. Right side of line, first drive, Trent Brown, Shaq Mason. Like, really letting guys up front know it's going to be a long day. Like, when Trent Brown first hits you, you're like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> like, like, you know, sometimes the coach is like, hey, set the edge. Or like, I don't want to see you drift that once you make contact with that block. I think it's very reasonable to, in the film room, be like, what do you want me to do, coach? 
Most of those coaches haven't been hit like by someone like Trent before, or leaned on, bro. He could <laughs> he could just bump into me, walk into the bathroom, and I I'd sue him, dude. <laughs> I mean, so when those guys get rolling, they're hard to stop. And whether it's that or it's win pulling and kicking out uh, forty four on that touchdown early in the game on the pitch. I mean, they ran a hundred reverses. That looks like them. They took away Garrett uh, defensively for Cleveland, and. That's Bill's signature. He's going to pick one guy, and he's going to say, like, no way. That guy is not going to beat us. That's like a basketball thing, right? Like someone you know, else, like, Yeah, someone else has to eat, though. Someone else on the D-line has to know, like, yo, Miles is getting triple team right now. I need to win my one-on-one. That's got to be Clowney. That's got to be Clowney. And you know who they miss is Ogunjobi, who's now uh, in Cincy. So, you know, like, it just plays right into who the Pats are in the defense, man. Their defense is about little things. It's about like energy. It's about like team defense. It's about turnovers too. And they're very ball aware. Barmore, like rushing early in the game, he's in a three. It's a little thing and JC Jackson doesn't pick the ball off. He almost does, easily could be a turnover. But that little motion of swiping at Baker's shoulder when a lot of guys would just finish the rush and you know try to be close is the thing that affects the throw. You know, where Kyle Van Oy on a screen, I believe it was, punching the ball out. Now the Pats don't fall on that, but they do that stuff. You know, and that and that's like the little things that they do. And it reminds me of their really good defense a couple years ago, the energy today. I'm not saying they're they're that group. I think they play less man now, you know, they play more zone, but they got some playmakers and they're starting to turn into that team after Halloween or fucking Thanksgiving what have you, all these holidays in here. They're good. We're halfway through the year, and they're good. So this was a this was a show for Bill today. How good is Chubb, too? Browns look so different without him. So different. When you got a running back and get you eight yards of fucking carry, it's going to make a difference. Makes a huge difference. Oof. And the running backs, man, like, you know, Dearness Johnson, he had a pretty nice day. I'm sure Bill was like, we're not going to let him beat us either. Um and it was all about getting them into third and long. They did that. I know that was a game plan. Had to be. Like, stop the run, make Baker, convert third and eight. And ended up being third and eight. About an average, just under there. Browns had a long way to go. On the other end of things, the Bucks, man. Former Pats QB. Heard of him, Tom Brady. What a shitty day, man. It just was uh, It was tough for them. And, and for Washington, great investment on the kicker. He, he kicked like 14 field goals today, Joey Sly. We got two quarterbacks here, and I'll describe how it went. Brady got the ball out today. Didn't get sacked, not once, right? Heineke, three seconds, took five sacks. So you look at that after a game, you know, and you armchair quarterback without knowing the, you know, the outcome. If I told you who the quarterbacks were, and I told you that is how the game went, you'd tell me that the, the Bucks rolled. Because sure. you gotta hit Brady, well, you gotta affect Brady. You have to take risks. I mean, that's why Heineke, and that's why a lot of quarterbacks who aren't like world beaters can go out and beat the GOAT sometimes because when you need him to make a play with his legs or like, you know, take a risk, you know, he's a, he's a backup or a bridge right now until he earns being a perennial starter. Like, this guy's just like, fuck it, I'm playing with house money, and I'm out here trying to beat the GOAT, and I'm taking risks, and I'm, I'm drifting to 10, 11 yards, and I'm making big throws. This was all about conversions, and Heineke had a ton of great conversions. Like third medium type, really tough plays. That last drive. That last drive. Yeah, 19 plays, 
10:26 is the longest drive in Bucks history against them uh, since they ever like started recording stats. Pulled a, so, Tom, like, ever, pulled ever. a Tom Brady on Tom Brady. Yeah, pretty much. In the game, clock. Pretty much. Clock the game out. Yes, yes dude. <laughs> and that's that's the frustrating part for Tom is like. Because that's the only way you could beat him. You take the ball out of his hand. Here's the worst thing, though. Washington did not sneak up on Brady. They didn't sneak up on, on this team at all. Last year, they played him in playoffs and played him tough. Mm-hmm. You know, so th- that's the really scary thing for, for, for the Bucs is you knew who they were and you let them, you know, D- Denny Green. Yeah. You know, we, we, we let them off the hook. We let them off the hook, and they let them off the hook. And now Washington and Miami are two teams, we mentioned them earlier, who are kind of looking like this week, like the teams they were supposed to be a little bit more. I just want to say this. That last drive, dude, to, to get back on the conversion train, four of five on third downs. Mm-hmm. All of them were manageable. So the defense has a part in this. Brady's picks were bad. The first one was fluky. The second one, I don't know what the hell was going on. He did not have his best day. You got to put points on the board. I don't care. It's like, you know, but the defense is what worries me about this team in the playoffs. Like the corners, they're down three corners. They gave up a bunch of third downs when it mattered. The last third and five in the red zone before it became goal to go, McLaurin got smoked. (laughs) Three minutes to go, though. He holds onto that ball. The Bucs never really get the ball back. Mm -hmm. And so really bad drive for the Bucs because it started on the 15-yard line or something on a third and two. They're rushing five, so five guys rush, and Heineke gets out around the left side. Guys are kind of jogging, and, and, and you get a first down, and then that entire drive happens. So I know it sucks chasing a guy like that around, but with five dudes, you got to have the rush lanes right, and then to bookend that drive with that fourth and one, which was like, and you're not going to get the ball back to even, you know, it's tough. It's tough. So Jonathan Allen deserves a lot of credit. Straw that stirs the drink there. Um, young, out with an ACL, maybe. Yeah. Fuck, I hope get, not, man. Get well yeah, get soon, well soon whatever it is. What a what a a balls out player he is, bro. He yeah, plays really hard. I told you, like, it's been a tough year for him. He's gonna be back. He's a worker. Yeah, he, and he, he, and just I think don't put too much on the kid too early. I, that's no, I, I think he's in a great team. situation. Yeah. I think Del Rio's a, a good coach that'll yeah. push him enough, and he's a player that seems like he can take constructive criticism. He can yeah. take coaching well, yeah. and he's striving to get better all the time. So just wish the best, and hopefully he'll get healthy soon. And it's not too serious. He's a freak of nature. I know that, and those guys come back quicker from from ACLs. Like Next. I've seen dudes just come back like. In the 80s, you tore your ACL, you were done. You yeah. had to like retire. So you know he'll he'll be back. The only thing about that game is the Washington football team no longer just puts the NFL shield on the on midfield <laughs> conspicuously. And I'm sure there's like an article about it somewhere. I haven't done my research. Kind of weird the timing. You know, like maybe the NFL is about to do something to you, and you're like, <laughs> "Fuck you, we're not putting your shield on our field because the Piper's going to finally." Isn't that the Piper pays? Yeah, that's right. You got to pay the Piper. Yeah, for sure. The Piper's coming around. TickPick should be your first choice to buy football tickets because they save fans money by never charging any service fees ever. Visit TickPick.com slash Greenlight today and use the promo code Greenlight to save $10 on your first order of NFL tickets. TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, 
Got rid of all the service fees that the other sites charge. TickPick guarantees the best prices on all of their NFL games. If you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. If you're like me and you can't wait to get back into an NFL stadium, visit TickPick.com slash GreenLight today and use the promo code GreenLight to save $10 on your first order of NFL tickets. So fast forward a couple hours, we went to the uh, the show. At like 9.25, Cavalry was like, hey, just got a question for you. Do you want to go to this show that you you told Tom Segura you would go to? You know, because last thing I want to do is one, miss the show, because I really want to see Tom, but then two, I don't want to like miss the show and Tom be like, hey man, come on back. Or, you know, like, how what'd you think? Oh, it's great. What joke? And then not know any of the jokes because I missed it. So we had a great fucking time. We went and saw Tom and Jeff Tate, who was hilarious. I met Jeff earlier in the day. And his Instagram says, consistently exceeds lowered expectations. Fucking guy kicked, you know, like he just blew it out of the water, dude. And He's so unassuming and then just gets on the mic and crushed it. He was funny as hell. My face hurt the whole time. And Charlottesville, Tom, <laughs> Tom had his hands full with Charlottesville. I'm almost proud. I don't know if I'm proud. Not that I, I'm like, how do I put this? Reed asked that there were hecklers. Would you put it that they were hecklers, Nate? Um, I think it was healthy hecklers, but just like Tom had put it, there were hecklers heckling the hecklers yes it was just so it was weird there were a lot of people wine drunk there was a woman in the front row that was just like talking about ecu and tom's like are we talking about east carolina (laughs) university right now during my show and there was all this stuff and uh i don't know if tom's gonna come back (laughs) if i was tom but it was fucking funny it was i think he had a good time yeah he had a great time he crushed it and so did jeff so they were awesome and we got to see a show and uh now we're gonna finish the podcast where were we people i know where i was tonight yeah i was waiting for the chiefs to win and finish out this parlay so when we got back in the building i was like saw the score read he was like yeah they're back like with a really concerned face broncos fan i mean not that I don't know if he was buying the the Broncos hype, but like this division sounds like from looking at Reed's face and seeing the other AFC West teams today play, and then seeing the score of that game, they're back. The Chiefs, yeah, they're back. back. You're they're back. Yep. You're going to talk to your brother. And my he's brother's be team's pretty back. Happy. My brother's yep. team's back. I'm happy for him. Then that's good because uh, the rest of the division does not seem to be playing at a high level. And uh, they got the whole Halloween thing going where they're just like walking behind you like fast and you can't get away from them. That's like probably, I don't know, it's, there's going to be a meme because that score, I was like, holy shit, they figured some things out tonight, huh? Here that, the Raiders who I defended last week going east and getting their ass kicked by the uh, Giants. Well, red zone issues, third down issues, that sort of thing. I kind of caped for them. I don't know. I got to roll the tape back on this game to tell you if I think they're done or not. Because uh, if the standard in the AFC West is the Chiefs, they've lost ground because they've always played the Chiefs close. I mean, I look at that score. That is ugly. Joins a long line of blowouts today. Another thing that's interesting, as much as we've counted the Chiefs out and they have deficiencies, 
there's only one team with more wins in the AFC, and that's the Tennessee Titans. And it ain't by much. It's muddied up in the AFC now. AFC's more about depth, NFC, big ledge, top heavy. One of those teams at the top of the NFC is the Packers. One of two teams that I'd, I'd kind of put as the hottest team in the league, Titans and the Packers, because I don't look at the Aaron Rodgers weeks, week off um, in his coffin. Uh, I don't look at that as like uh, counting against them. Like they are really good to me. If you ask me right now, and I think we do this too much, where you're afraid to say what you think right now because somebody will come back in a, w- a month and be like, "Well, you've changed your take." No. So look, I think I made my mind up. I, I don't have a main team right now, but I'm pretty sure that the Packers are my side team. They're your side team. Yeah, I, I am winning jo- you over. I just enjoy watching them play, and like for whatever reason, I did not enjoy watching them play tonight. That sucked ass, dude. That was terrible. There were like forty-seven punts. There were forty-seven punts, and I'm all about forty-seven punts if it's a really violent defensive game, like yeah. a Ravens Steelers game back in the day, where dudes were just like. But I'm getting excited because the Packers, with the weather, it snowed a little bit today. Bevel Conway. Yeah, when it's coming, like when it's coming into this time right now, yeah. and you see snow, and you see that those green or yellow uniforms, you know a lot of special things are going to happen, and this is the time of year where Green Bay usually turns it all the way up. Dude, they, they, <laughs> it's going to be a tough place to play. I mean, they get a little bit of snow tonight. I, I bet the under. I mean, it's totally one of the most beautiful scenes in football is to see that snow falling down in a 4 p.m. like one of the first few 4 p.m.s at daylight savings gets it dark in the second half and you start to get some snow coming down it was gorgeous i'm sure russell wilson didn't appreciate that aj dillon so they got a get back guy for sean mcveigh like the like the guy that <laughs> keeps him coach aj yeah. dillon needs like a, a help you down from the lambo leap <laughs> guy because he is way too big and way too valuable to them right about now to be Lambo leaping into the fucking Again, fans. That is a big jump, but... It's a big jump. That's a big man. When you jump down on the concrete, and I don't know this concrete, but I would imagine it's not grass there yeah. where you jump down, it's really hard to plant your, your, your cleats in the ground, man. Like, yeah, AJ me. Dillon's a big man, and they need him down the stretch here. Earlier, Reed was like, what do you think? Like, you know, you think they're, they're the best team in the NFC. And then right as they're panning to Aaron Jones leaving the field with a knee, I'm like, not anymore. That's my one worry. I mean, look at this uh, this stretch here. You've got all in-division games. You have the Rams, you have the Ravens, you have the Browns remaining. So division games, nothing easy about those, unless you're playing the Bears, um, because they'll, they'll give it to you. They'll just fucking give it to you. I bet the Bears the other night, They'll give it to you. And if they don't give it to you, Tony Carrenti will. Okay? So they're going to they're gonna have their hands full, except when they play the Bears the rest of the season. And they'll probably have to be without Aaron Jones for a few weeks, at least, spraying MCL. So, I mean, this team and the Titans, both two of the hottest teams in the league, are teams that are dealing with some bullshit right now. Injuries, that sort of thing. Titans, obviously... They've got to figure out different ways to win every week. Now they're without uh, Derrick Henry, uh, Julio Jones on IR, just a lot of injuries. But the thing that's carrying these two teams through is defense. In the past, the last couple years, you couldn't trust the Titans' defense at times. You certainly couldn't trust Green Bay's defense at times. Uh, And they become more physical defensively, both these teams. And they found themselves at the top of the NFC and the AFC, respectively, 
maybe the they're tied with the the Cardinals, uh, the Packers are or something like that. But these are two of the the elite teams in the league, and it's because their defense has picked up the slack of the offense. Hey, listen, we got Jordan Love this week. All right, uh, we're gonna hang in there. We're gonna hang in there. You don't win the game necessarily, but you're gonna hang in there. The Packers, they have to they have to slug it out with the Seahawks. I mean. Now Russell's fingers messed up, but you're able to uh, to keep the points down. Like when when Rogers is, is getting on on the same page with guys after essentially a bye week, you know, and the timing was a little bit off at times, and and that's to be expected. The defense is able to pick up for you when Joe Barry is out with COVID, and you got to play the Cardinals, and you you keep that game manageable for your offense on the road, tough environment. The defense steps up. You know, assistant coaches step up. So both these teams. I mean, like you go to LA and you're the Titans. You're expecting how are you gonna go, how the fuck are you gonna go to LA and win without Derrick Henry? You told me that three weeks ago. Okay, no chance. Jeffrey Simmons, the defense, the pass rush. You know, you've got Landry off the edge now. You've got a bunch of guys. Titans have tried everything to generate a pass rush for two, three years. Now they got a ton of numbers on that side of the ball. So. Both really good teams, both have challenges, but the way they'll stay in it this year, week in and week out, respectable defenses. But again, like I don't know what happened to Merciless or Gary. I mean, these might be big losses. They could be without these guys for a little bit. Did, did those guys go back in the game, either of them? Merciless came out grabbing his bicep or something. See what that is. Feel for him, he had a sack tonight. Guy that toiled in obscurity in Houston and has been a very productive rusher. Uh, finally getting a chance in Green Bay and beat Dwayne Brown, his old teammate, for a sack tonight. Then comes out of the game with a some sort of an arm injury. He and had that a bicep injury. Bicep, which and is scary. Rashawn uh, Gary went out with an elbow. Man, that was disgusting, the Gary thing. Did you see the Gary thing? I didn't. Man, he, he got his arm stuck in a pile, laying oh on the pile. Oh, my God. And I, I was shaking. Like I, I've seen a lot of ugly injuries. I mean, like that was just a weird looking one. Um, arms not supposed to go that way. So they're going to be challenges, but I think they'll be okay. Uh, both teams, I think they got staying power. You just can't kill the Titans. Uh, I'll talk about that game in a minute. Nineteen hours a day for Russell with the finger. That I'm no mathematician, but that's five hours sleep. Unless you're working the finger in your sleep. Obviously, working the finger in your sleep. Yeah. What do you got? Like you, you hook it up to a stem. He could technically, yeah, for sure. If he really wanted to get greedy with this thing, he could say twenty four hours, and you could argue that you could do that uh, twenty four hours of rehab. They probably, finger. I would think that they probably have some type of special glove that he just has to wear that has some type of stem machine. You stuff have a stem in it. machine. And you're just sleeping, and your index finger is just popping up and down. I know it might not be his index finger, but whatever it is. Yeah. Um, Nineteen hours is a lot, and Ian Rapport delivered that with a straight face. That was like, Ian Rapport deserved a raise today because he was like, he did this whole thing about 19 hours a day for the finger. And I've had finger injuries, man. Okay, I got a fused right thumb. <laughs> it is a motherfucker. There's a lot of fine motor stuff. And that's why I bet the Packers today. And that's why I took the under because it's really hard to come back from stuff like that. Fine motor stuff in the cold, on the road, snow, that sort of thing. Throw the ball well. And he didn't. He didn't. And that's okay. Never been shut out before been shut, shut out, out now. He's got been, that donut. He was scrambling to get the Russ was scrambling to score. Don't the, blame him. But uh <laughs> they were like calling timeouts and shit. People were like, come on, the Simpsons is on next, right? Like fuck. Uh, like, whatever it's six I want to hear sixty minutes. Like 
Yeah. And I'm watching Russell Wilson run around calling timeouts like it's the end of the Super Bowl. The the pick that was the real killer, I think they were down like three nothing and he just forced the ball into the end zone. At that point, it felt like Green Bay was comfortable, but that was uncomfortable for a moment and Russ gave it away. And then, you know, they traded interceptions in, in the end zone. DK Metcalf trying to re enter the game after being ejected. This guy is fucking funny, dude. I, he's I, funny, I, but I he's very, very emotional. He, and you know, at the, get, at he, the end of the day, yeah, yeah. well, if you guys get later into the playoffs or into the season, that can cost you your season. Yeah, you can't. You, 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 he, I love the way he plays. You just got to be, he's just got to be like, you know, I've I've done it, and that's I've had what coaches are personal but, fouls, but but you know. that's what coaches are going to teach him. Hey, chirp at this guy. That's what hey, point, that's what. Hey, nudge this guy one extra time after after he gets up because he's always going to end up reacting like this. It, it's it's a it's a bad it's a bad niche to put on tape. That's that's all it is. It's, yeah, no. it's that and and the fact that you don't know when to stop. To your point, they, if they want to play in big games, there's going to be situations where people are going to try you, especially with the, what he's put on tape. So I mean, like he, he knows. I think he knows. And and uh, and the Seahawks, man, I, I just don't think it's their year. I don't. Nope. I just yeah. don't. I, I I don't want to overcomplicate this thing. I just don't think it's their year. There's too much traffic in the NFC to like. I think we've gotten to the point in the year where we talk about certain teams, and it's unfair to like not talk about them. But if we're talking about winning a Super Bowl, are you seeing them make a run to win a Super Bowl from a wild card spot, winning that extra game on the road, all that stuff? Because that's probably what you're looking at, you know. Unless they can make a run here late, and maybe they can. Any given Sunday, man. Yeah, any given Sunday for sure. I want to apologize to Trevor Simeon one more time. Just one more time. You're fine quarterback, dude. Fine quarterback. You know, like, Trevor Simeon played fine today. He, he, and I did hear that OBJ, there was a bit, a bit of a hang-up on, hey, part of the snag in, 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 in New Orleans was the quarterback. It's not to say he's a bad player. Just to say, anyways, Sean and whoever he trots out there under center can make anything a game. I mean, I've watched Sean Payton win a game with Hinton, with Taysom Hill. I've watched him win with Teddy Bridgewater. I've watched him win with Jameis Winston. And now I've seen him go toe-to-toe with teams and beat Brady with Trevor Simeon. It is hard to kill the Titans, and the Saints almost found a way to do it, if not for a Troutman false start on, uh, on the two-point conversion. He'd probably be my hollow man this, this week. Mm. Troutman, tight end, again, like, you just don't want to be this guy. It sucks. You're down two. I had the the total at 44. My only hope was them missing that two-point conversion so I could push. And I had the Titans, so it worked out pretty well. Only the joke was on me, Batman, because I forgot I didn't bet the Titans money line. I bet a minus two, so it was a push. Mm. It was like a double push, so don't count your chickens. But I bought the half point, guys. And when you buy the half point, you're never sorry. You're never sorry. You won't know you're sorry. It'll just gradually sneak up on you and you'll eat all that juice and you'll just you'll just be in debt. But like you, you won't be sorry in one instance. You'll be happy for things like today when I pushed because I bought the half point. But Troutman, I can thank for that. Lines up, false start. They're pushed back. They can't get the two-point conversion. Titans win. Tough way to lose a game. Really tough way to lose a game. And this team's been through a lot this year. It feels like the, the Saints are always going through stuff. Geography. Uh, issues traveling, injuries. You're without Alvin Kamara today, Alvin Kamara. Um, without making here, I don't know how to say that. 
Um, you know, this dude is instant offense. He's a lot like Christian McCaffrey in Carolina. You know, if you don't have him, the team looks way different. Titans are in first place. Five straight playoff teams from last year. But the biggest thing in this game was before the half, you talk about the middle, middle eight, we can, I can recycle this every week, and you tell me, hey, Chris, I'm tired of hearing about this shit, but like before the half, coming out of the half, it's so important. Today is proof. I mean, six to six, right before the half. Tannehill, benefactor of a terrible call. Okay, sometimes teams get lucky. Terrible call. Phantom personal foul. Leads to a touchdown right out of the half. It goes from 13-6-26 by way of a fumble. You can't do shit like that. You know, and a Sean Payton team is well coached. They shouldn't even be in the game. But in a big situation like that, middle of the game, and the end of the game, they came up short because they made mistakes. You know, um, They had bad luck with the, uh, the phantom roughing, and they made a mistake out of the half. Same thing at the end of the game. So Troutman, my hollow man, 0 of 8 the last eight two-point conversions so mm. he's probably the most unlucky guy to be number eight for sean payton sean payton just probably not very fond of troutman tonight definitely not definitely not only a couple games left when we get out of here cowboys and bills uh both blue teams out it was like 1993 out there today these teams are elite uh both of them at the same time i don't know what to make of that uh and i guess atlanta who i think i gave out atlanta Fuck me, I gave out Atlanta. I gave out the Raiders. Did I give out the Raiders? Gave out Atlanta. Okay, so there's no way I won them all. Gave out the Pats. That's good. Okay. I gave out Atlanta. My mistake. Forgot about hate week. Makes sense. They were out of hate. Like, expended all the hate last week, and they just came with a real, you know, chill attitude today. Got their asses handed to them. If you were to ask me which team I learned more about today in their blowout, Cowboys or Bills, I would say I took more away from the Cowboys uh, game because they are contenders, but what I wanted to see was that Dak looked normal, throwing on the run, moving around. Last week, I wondered, as long as he was sitting there cold, the way he kind of, you know, the way they limited, the way they used him, obviously didn't have a lot of snaps. I worried that calf thing was going to compound. It was not compounding today. They put up 45 on these guys, basically. At one point, Atlanta was down 28-3. Okay, like, everybody in the stadium knows that joke when it happens. 28-3, and then the Cowboys, people are like, oh, 28-3, is Atlanta going to be on the other side of this? Cowboys block a punt. And then they go for two. And it turns out that the only two teams to be down by 30 uh, and, and have a two-point conversion tried on them are the Falcons all time. <laughs> The Falcons today and the Falcons like some number of years ago. So so the joke's um, still on them. Joke's still on them somehow. So it's a big Dan Quinn game, although I think they're happy with Arthur Smith. I think it's early. Dan Quinn, revenge game. You know, he struggled defensively in Atlanta. Defense played pretty good today. Put the clamps on him. Uh, and Dak, man, happy he's healthy. I think he's going to be in the MVP combo if he's not already there. This thing is like it's cyclical, right? We had a Justin Herbert month. We had a Lamar month. He can't win now because he had a bad game. It's not the Heisman. It's not the sum of you know all the games you play. Having said that, I think if Dallas gets hot this month, the name will be Dak, right? And it's Thanksgiving time, bro. And that's when the Cowboys get all the pub as if they hadn't all year anyways. But you're going to be cozied up hearing a lot of Dak Prescott pieces around the holidays. And if they peak, 
he'll be able to ride that momentum into December. Bills, I just need to see more, dude. I just need to see more. Great, you beat the Jets. And I still trust the Bills as much as any team in the AFC. He was that quarterback, defense improve. But 24 takeaways in nine games, okay? I don't know how you want to look at that, like they're doing something right. I always look at it like eventually you fade that, right? Eventually you're going to stop getting the turnovers. You know, it's law of averages. I do think that with turnovers, there is some element of, hey, what goes up must come down. And I don't want to be there when it comes down because it's been pretty good for you and you haven't been winning every game. So the only thing I want to say here is Mike White. This week, all I saw was a bunch of quotes that said, I was supposed to get drafted in the first round, which maybe so, but like, this is why you don't do quotes like that because then you throw four picks. It's like, this is just the universe, the way it goes. Same thing with turnovers, same thing with Mike White's picks. You know, one week Mike White is, he's in Canton, the next week you throw four picks against the Bills and you're right back down to earth. So, uh, Zach Wilson's sitting there at home, like, you know, that that should be probably my fly on the wall is I'd like to see what Zach Wilson had to say as he was watching. Well, probably watching from the sideline, he's not at home. But under his breath, he's probably thinking to himself, not so easy, is it, motherfucker? Like <laughs> first round of first my round, ass. yeah, first round. It's uh, it's hard. Him and to, Sam Darnold are thinking the same. Him team. and Darnold, Darnold's sitting somewhere like fucking Mike White. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Mike White, bro. Get a load of this guy, huh? Chad Pennington sitting somewhere. Like you think this shit was easy? You know what I mean? Mike Mark White. Sanchez. Mark huh? Chad. Oh, Mark Sanchez. Sanchez. Mark Squanch is calling games like, we got to get control of this guy. He's out of control. Bills did it. They got control of him. So, Indian. And by the way, Mall for Mike White having swag and wanting to and be the, that's the mindset you got to have. You do. But when you put it out in the universe, motherfuckers have podcasts. Facts. <laughs> so, they're going to talk. Indian Jacksonville. Jacksonville hit Carson a bunch, bro. Like, that's not how you drew it up. You're supposed to throw for 400, cruise. It's supposed to be easy. They made this tough. Jacksonville hit Carson a bunch, and Taylor had like 100 yards in the first quarter, but then ended like with like 117. So it was a, it was a chore. Here's the problem with, uh, with Trevor Lawrence right now. Understand they're going to lose. Understand he's going to throw a bad pick sometimes. Here's the problem with, with Urban Meyer, and here's the problem with Trevor Lawrence right now. Yeah, I'm calling into question the way they're, they're, they're operating that offense. Like, it just can't, it can't be. Can't do that. Philly and Denver, wrap it up. Here's a quarterback that has been out playing Trevor Lawrence. Trevor's making some crazy throws at times, so I'm not tr- trying to take too much away from him, but today, Jalen Hurts... It's not a rookie, but it feels like he is just due to everything he went through last year. Played pretty damn good in Denver, dude. I don't know if it's that thin air, but like the balls were right on target. Um, him and Devontae Smith, what a connection. He's going to make it hard if he plays like that for Howie Roseman to break that duo up. He's If he plays like that, you know, a lot of people are like, it sounds simple, man, but like yeah, you want to know what you want to do to make your job secure when your team has a bunch of picks? Play like that. Yep, just make keep, just play keep, like that. Keep making plays. Just play like that. Do that. You know what I mean? Devontae Smith probably gets my OA award. And I, I don't know what the consensus was on that that touchdown. Like, was he in? Was he out? I mean, his back kind of hit all at the same time, I felt like. But I feel like that's one of those touchdowns you can't take it away. You just can't. You, you can't help but be excited about the young skill guys in Philly 
the young skill guys on that field today, with the defensive backfield that that the Broncos had competing with uh, those Eagles wide receivers. And this is with Goddard out early, I think, with a concussion. You know, they were able to put up a bunch of points on these guys. This is why the uh, the the Broncos, people aren't sure what to make of you, man. It's uh, one week you beat the shit out of the Cowboys, and next week you make an offense that hasn't looked consistent look very good. And, um, yeah, good win for the Eagles. My friends were tormenting me tonight. Like, my friends were dropping like flies. Jason Kelsey hit the deck. I thought he was he was writhing in pain. I don't know what it was. Fletcher Cox hit the ground, and I thought his arm exploded, bro. Evidently, yeah. it was a stinger. You can't do that to me, Fletch. Fletch, you can't do that, dude. I know you don't listen to this podcast, but somebody who listens to the podcast and knows Fletch, tell Fletch. I mean, I guess I could just text him, but Fletch, don't do that shit, dude. Don't the guys in here were looking at me like, I mean, I was scared. Usually, I don't get, I know people that get hurt all the time. I got, I, 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 you know I love you if I give you, oh no. I'm so desensitized to injuries on the field. But if my friends, yeah, Kelsey, Fletch, that was a long day for me. Don't do that, guys. <laughs> but Jalen Hurts throws the ball like that. It'll be hard for Howie to make a move like that that'll go against the grain publicly in Philly because people will really like this guy. So play like that. And the Eagles had their uh, 50-50-50. Running mm. the ball. Today. Did they have their 50 50 50 again? Jordan Howard went 12 for 83, Boston Scott 11 for 81, and Jalen Hurts 14 for 53. Mm. There you oh, go. Urban Meyer is, is beside himself. <laughs> that is incredible. All the t shirts that Nick Sirianni's had on, get a 50 50 50 t shirt, dude. We're going to make a 50 50 50 t shirt if you don't. Hey, Nick Sirianni. I will send you a 50-50-50 t-shirt. Will you wear it? Greenlight merch. A lot of people in Philly listen to Greenlight Pot. It'd be, I don't know. The only thing I didn't get was the, the Bridgewater tackle thing. And I know like when you like somebody as much as Teddy Bridgewater, nobody wants to say it. But what the fuck was that, man? Business decision. Sometimes you get caught on film like taking a bad angle as a tackler and it looks like you didn't try, but it's like a bad angle. Like one time Chris Johnson was running by me and I looked on the tape and I was so embarrassed because it looks like I didn't try to really tackle him, but he was just that fast. People don't understand it. This was, um, is your quarterback supposed to tackle though? Like how much does he practice that? And in Teddy's defense, he's had some injuries. Yeah, of course. They probably don't want him tackling. He's probably doesn't want to tackle, but you're going to want to make an effort. Bro, you got to make some kind of effort. and I'm the biggest Teddy fan in the world. But you're going to get, you get suplex for a living. We're just asking you to stop, drop, and roll, man. You just know, just slow him down just, so someone else can get to him, too. Yeah, just be, a, just be a, like a body in the way. Just roll. You know what I mean? Grab onto an arm. Don't even down. grab. We're not even asking you to grab. Like, just kind of like salmon upstream into the kneecaps. You know? Like, that's all we need, dude. So I don't know how that, that's going to look tomorrow, but maybe that's they, they have that rule in Denver. I think that does it, guys. I, I think we covered most of the football. We, we were able to record a football podcast. I did that with a hangover and with the Tom Segura show right in the middle of the... Uh, Tom Segura could have made that tackle on uh, the Teddy Bridgewater passed <laughs> up. <laughs> and he said that um, A.J. Hawk told him that he could play football at Florida State, so he certainly could have made that tackle. And when 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 AJ uh, when I heard AJ said that to Tom, I was like, AJ, what you doing, man? Gassing Tom up like that. I did tell Tom I think he could walk on at Florida State, no question. 
no question in college you need bodies dude like dudes walk on all the time like you don't have to be some prolific athlete to walk on bro he could not walk on (laughs) what you don't think tom secure could walk on at florida state after after seeing that basketball video hell no dude hell no that's the only athletic thing i've ever seen of him yeah well he he's getting folded up he had a bad day dude he had a bad day. We'll be back Wednesday with uh, with Macon, who had four beers this weekend. Oh wow! Yeah, he was he nice. was in rare form, dude. Rare form. So we'll see if he's recovered were, by Wednesday. Yeah. While you guys were drinking, you I got was the po- the Pokemon. I was out getting the new Pikachu packs. And shout out to Uzo Art for the dope coat. Is this like the end of the pod where? How no. much do these people pay you to shout them out on the pod? What kind of side taker you got going? Hey, man, why, why you always got to cut in? <laughs> why you always got to cut in? I'm about to get some Lays. Lays heard heard you shitting on me, so they about to send some Frito chips. Lays is going to send you some I'm, chips? Yeah, I'm just waiting and on if, that. I'm waiting on that Lexus. I lease. want some rap snacks. If anybody had if oh. anybody from rap snacks is listening, I want Yo, rap snacks. We should, what you call it, bro? Try to Guys. get an interview with P. Miller, with, with, with Master P. Okay, fuck it. Let's do he it. He played in the NBA. I know. Let's do it. That'll be awesome. He, you know, he owns Rap Snacks. You That's know, what I'm I saying. I know. That. I know. And if you fucking fouled Master P hard, that was a problem. It was a problem. Like I'm not fouling Master <laughs> P hard. I don't care if I'm the white guy that's 6'10 that's brought in just to foul guys hard. I'm not fouling Master P. He'll make P you hard. say, uh. hey, the podcast is over." Help support the Chris Long Foundation. Our mission is to bring together elite athletes and passionate fans to relentlessly serve our overlooked neighbors by creating solutions for clean water and education access. To get involved and find out more, visit chrislongfoundation.org or follow us at waterboys.org. That's waterboys.org on Instagram. Hey, y'all. We want you guys to interact with us more on, on social media here. Let me not sound like a fucking cop talking about this. We want you to talk to us. You know, like sometimes you get on there and you're like, hey, y'all aren't talking to us. Just... Type us a message on one of the various, uh, I don't know, we'll be on VSCO soon. We'll be on all types of shit soon. So right now it's Twitter, it's Instagram, it's YouTube. Uh, Leave some comments, man. You know, Twitter is at Greenlight and uh, YouTube, we're at GreenlightTube. And uh, we're also always looking for free stuff. So we are once again asking you for random free shit in my Bernie Sanders meme voice. Uh, send packages to 2150 Y Street, number 5267. That's Charlottesville, Virginia, 22905. Thank you in advance for all the wonderful things you'll send us. Yeah, you the